Tara, nice to see you. Uh, it's good been to too long. Um, I mean, I just got to see you, but good to right. keep seeing you. Dude, great job, by the way, at uh, yeah. Uncle Vinny's. You, you, you. I think accident. You, you didn't know this, but um, you kind of like helped me out that weekend. Oh, my family. <laughs> well, one, your family. I, I, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was, I tweeted mm-hmm. it of uh, a couple like last week, but mm-hmm. I was like, Italian crowds are so great because. They literally will come up to you after the show, scream in your face how much they love you, and then yeah. just buy all your, and your money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is the best. And I heard that like, um, so Sebastian, like when he was doing clubs like Gotham, mm-hmm. everyone would be like, "Oh my god!" Like his crowds are the best. All mm-hmm. Italians, all buy a million dollars worth of food and all tip a billion. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whenever I have like an Italian centric audience, I'm like, it's gonna be a good night. It's gonna be. It's the only crowd that tips you after you get off stage. I'll I'll get tipped. <laughs> right, right, right. Take it, take it. Just take, okay. take it. You're no, really I can't, good. Can't, You're really good, kid. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, but you know what's so? I grew up in like the complete opposite. I grew up like a a Chinese mom and a Puerto Rican dad. My dad was always working, so I was pretty much raised by my mom. And mm-hmm. I was really like. Anytime I hang out with Italians and I see how their families interact, like they're like kissing each other and yelling at each other right. being and having fun. I'm just like, dude, Asian families are so quiet, you know? There's no connection. There's no like ball busting. There's no like fun. <laughs> and I was thinking like, how long do I have to hang out with Tara's family for me <laughs> to start like opening up more? <laughs> we, we really push. I mean, we, you'd be quick. We really turn people over quickly. Yeah. I dude, it seems like it'd be. I think I'd be happier. <laughs> so wait, how did I help you then? Oh, okay. So, dude, like your whole like. So the two shows we did, there was like three or four like important people at the show. Like there was the um, I don't want to say his name, but there was a guy who ran like a pretty uh, big uh, production company mm-hmm. for comedy, and then you had this guy who owned like uh, his own cigar brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's and there's a guy that was filming you. That's like, yeah, right. I, like I'm making a comedy series. I'm just like, right. bro, like I've been doing comedy for like six years. There is there's never been that many people in the audience that could help me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and you shake hands. That's why I always say you never know who's in the audience. Obviously, I knew they were going to be in the audience, right. um, but you never know who that the, the guy who owns the cigar company starting a tour now with comedians in cigar places. Yeah. He had, he, and and the perfect example of it is he came to scout another comic that I happened to be on the show for. And oh, then really? he ended up going with me. Oh, look at that. Look at that. You stole you stole it. <laughs> but you don't know, you know you're just performing. So it's like you never know and the, and the, you know there was a, a decent amount of people in the club that night, but nothing overwhelming that you're like, wow, you know. Absolutely, yeah. The, the, the thing is, and the funny thing is, and you were like bothered by it was that like the Wednesday show was great. I mean, the crowd was so hot. So and then, hot. Am I, am I bringing up a bad memory? I'm sorry. Oh, in front of the worst audience I ever performed in front of? No, let's talk about it. <laughs> no, Thursday was, it was fun. Just not, they're just not loud. Like they were. It they was, there was nothing fun actually about it. It was just, it, I, re- I remember hearing them before I got on being like, what? What the fuck? what the fuck nothing land i'm like how is n- nothing i'm laughing and i heard the same jokes last night yeah 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 so that's when i knew and unfortunately and this is like the best lesson in life i wasn't going to record wednesday i was only going to record thursday because i thought that's when the other people were coming that's when i figured i'd have a better crowd because i didn't mm-hmm. know what a wednesday would be like luckily because we this never happens i did record wednesday which yeah. normally the best set you never record and then the you know the worst that is but to think that I had invited people Thursday, yeah, that I wanted to see me. Now, obviously, they're looking at the material, but it doesn't help you feel no. any better yeah. in front of a dead audience. Right. Like That's- they were a live audience, but they were not alive. <laughs> yeah, they were human. They were basically there. They were smiling. Like, had pulses at the door that night. That was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I felt like too. It's like, um, wait, so. Your family, didn't they come out to see you two nights in a row? We had a house out there for, for right. Pleasant. So they so came they were both, both nights. nights. Yes. So they, so like, they, 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 they had heard the material already. From the yeah, and they were the only ones who I think laughed. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just kind of like. It was the only ones that lasted you. Know? you. Yeah, it was tough. It was it was tough, but like. Um, and the cigar a, guy. That's that's the thing about comedy, where it's like, a guy like uh, the guy the guy who came to see you, he knows, like he'll know that like oh these are good jokes and like the crowd sucks, but like to the average person, if they just don't, if it could be great jokes, but if no one else is laughing, like everyone's it's like contagious you know so they think they think the show's weird they're too scared to laugh right. and it's like you literally want to show them a recording of last night and be like these fucking right. jokes work that, well the good news is that he asked for a wednesday night he's like yeah. oh, send me send me wednesday night yeah but it was just one of those things where i was like i would have felt so much better had industry oh, yeah. been there on wednesday and not thursday well that's why you got to record everything dude like i know <laughs> I tell people all people all the time are like I got to go get a video. I'm like, bro, just just get a tripod with your phone, record everything. Because record everything. If you don't, if you don't record, once you record everything, then you stop getting in your head about recording. When 100%. I realized when I was picking sets to record, I'd be in my head thinking about it, and the joke didn't work. I'd be like, well, of course it's not. It's a, the right, camera's right. off. You know, I would right. sabotage my set. Well, it would affect you, right? Automatically, you know, as soon as you went up, you already you're already different. You ever have this? Um, when I first started recording, I would just have a moment where I would do well, and then I'd be like, "Is that fucking thing recording? <laughs> Is the camera on? Am I getting this?" No. And in my whole set, I'm just like not right. in it, you know? Right. You, which is the most important part, because that's, that's when the only. jokes don't land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. So and, it was definitely uh, you can't plan. Yeah, you can't plan. It's that, that's all. That's all comedy. It's got to be like in the moment, and and yada yada yada. But like I said, um, I had a fun time with you and uh, I met your uh, fiance. Yes. Very How long, uh, so the, the engagement's been getting pushed back and stuff, right? Right, the, the, yeah, the wedding's been getting pushed back, the engagement's getting longer. Yeah. Uh, obviously canceled because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Now did you, but, uh, was COVID yeah. tough for you both or how was it? Yeah, because we were in a one bedroom apartment. It was bad. <laughs> oh, you're speaking was, my language, dude, me too. Woo! I yeah. was like, wow. I was like, was that always the sound of your chew? Why? Stop chewing. <laughs> like, I, I started uh, questioning a lot of things, but we survived yeah. it. Um, and I, what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Ironically enough, he had COVID. I didn't. Right. He, how, yeah. How he, I didn't yeah. get it in this apartment, but. Yeah, she she had it and I didn't get it either, which is makes makes no fucking sense. But, uh, I you mean, know what your blood type is? I hate that I even asked that, but. Oh, are negative. you oh? Me oh, too. Yeah, that's um, what I hear. Negative. And yeah. that's what they felt. It doesn't mean you can't get it, but they felt the resistance was stronger with people with O blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so did you guys like argue every day? No, we didn't. But I just, I, I mean, and you'll understand this. Yeah. My entire, like, and everybody's life changed. But I, I just, have, like, I was out, you know, two or three shows a night. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a residency planned in Canada. I, I just was like, what's happening? Like the first three months I was just on the couch. Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually okay. like, I remember thinking like, this is great. Not doing comedy for like two weeks, three weeks. And then a right, month, right. I'm like, fuck dude, what, what, what right. the hell's going on? And I just think it's like, I had, I got to a point where like, we were, my, me and her were arguing a lot. And then I'm thinking like, are we not right together because we're arguing? Or is it because like, if you live with anyone this long, you'll fucking go crazy. It, test, you know? it tested everybody, you know? Yeah. Luckily we have a, a basement that um, he was able to do work, work from. So at least we were on different floors for some part of the day. That's so funny. Cause that, that, that's how important space is when you're literally it's, just looking oh, for hot spots oh in the apartment God. to hide. <laughs> it was a test, but you know what? And that's what I said, so if we got through this. Yeah get through anything because you know, there was some couples you think about it like to be real about it like domestic violence or things that were happening or people that were miserable before that then had to stick it out and stay together oh my god yeah well i heard i heard some couples that were not as good like longer couples mm -hmm. um actually got better maybe because they were apart too much okay and maybe disconnected and then once they had the be forced to connect i think they mm -hmm. kind of rekindled something right but i think for us like we're we're, we're dedicated to our craft we're doing shit so mm -hmm. not only are we stuck at home with the other person but we're also stuck at home like really like insecure and like what the fuck am i right what's gonna happen right life yeah 
And then on top of that, you're, you're, you're realizing um, you're finally actually hearing the person chew or, uh, or, sleep, <laughs> right. or what gets them mad about you. Like Mike, I, I realized like, like, I just realized me and my girlfriend realized like our personalities, like what, like, like what, what set us off, you know, like my girlfriend, like I found that she's like pretty uh, critical. So instead of being like, oh, like, uh, I see what you're trying to do there with that joke, but uh, maybe you should, it's like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's like, if you thought of that, you're clearly have no shot in this industry. It's just like, what? You know, like, <laughs> right. fuck, dude, like, give me a soft landing. And, and uh, we just started like learning like little shit about, e you know, about each other, you know? I think too, irritability, like I was more irritable because there was nothing like I was anxious. I was home. I was not productive. Like some people, some people took this downtime and they ran with it. They became social media stars or they, yeah. I just watched Homeland. Like I, that's, yeah. I never watched it. And then I was like, all right, this is a good time to sit in front of the TV for eight hours. But yeah. I, I think that ever, like more things bothered me because they were constantly in my face. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like a, a dripping faucet. You just like, right. you know, that's, I even that's an excellent comparison. Mm -hmm. I realize this even now, like yesterday I was home all day working on shit on my laptop, which is great. I'm, I'm being productive, but I have one spot. I go out and do my spot. And like, I literally just from my spot to home, I, I was at New York comedy club. I just walked and like, I just, I, like I was, I saw the train stations. I'm like, no, nah, I gotta be out, man. Like yeah. I can't just go back to my little fucking cave. So like, I'm going out, I'm like listening to music just, and it made me feel a lot better. And I realized like, sometimes like um, I'll get mad at my girlfriend or I'll get annoyed by her. Like, you know, when she gets off work, if she doesn't want to like uh, hang out or meet up and go out and stuff. But then I remember it's like, dude, she's like working like eight, nine hours a day. Like she's getting her outside time, you know? Right. I'm just, I'm just cooped up in here. And like, I, I wouldn't be anywhere but this fucking place. Right. And it's like in the morning, you don't want to do anything. No, no, I don't want to do anything right. to like four, to be honest. Right. <laughs> so that's her four. That's her four. That's her 8 a.m. Yeah, she's yeah. Home. Like she needs the downtime. And it's just like all that shit, like um, you're starting to learn, like kind of like coming head first. And it just got to the point, like we had to take a, we had to take a break. And then I think we just kind of like the time apart really like uh, made us realize that I guess we can put up with each other, you know? Do you live together now? No. No, we live together now. Yeah. We do. Okay. Yeah. But we had to take space for like, oh, I think like a week or something. Mm -hmm. like, like eight, nine days. She wanted to take a month off. She told me like, she's like, we need a month apart. Right. Fucking shit. And right. I had to go home to New Jersey. And then she called me like nine days later. She goes, oh, you know what? Like uh, maybe uh, you can come back and uh, maybe I overreacted. But um, which was nice to hear, but. It was a uh, space. Yeah, space is big. Listen, we weren't meant to, like, yes, people yeah. are meant to live together. Yes, people are meant to share a life together, but not to never leave a house together. Yeah, not to have your own lives. It, your it, own. Right, there was, there was nothing. Like, we went for walks, and thankfully, like, by the time this hit, like, you know, mid to March, April, the weather wasn't horrible. Yeah. I mean, it was gloomy, but we can go out, you know, it wasn't like zero degrees. Right. But to just to not have a social life, not to work. Yeah. Um, to be in the house, like I said, one bedroom apartment. Yeah. It, you know, even if the, he wasn't doing anything wrong, I just could have been set off. No, yeah. Yeah. Just anything could have set me off. Nothing. I was just not in a good mood. Yeah. July, yeah. I started working again. I got lucky and I got That's a string good. of, of That's shows. That's pretty early. That helped me that because I was really early. They were outdoor. They were out in Long Island. It was like 11 shows a week. It, it was just like one of the, it was all, and I was like, oh, awesome. Like just something yeah. that I, I instantly realized like, and first going out, like getting up and going, can I still do this? It's amazing. It was only three months, but I was like, yeah. the minute the first joke landed, that was it. It was just like, everything's fine. Yeah, it's like it's like um, it's an old cliche, but it's like getting back on a bike and just start That's pedaling. It. It's a little wo wo wobbly, but then like you get one pedal, two pedal, three pedal. And you're like, oh shit, I got the I got the hang of this. I think I was having so much fun with it too because I hadn't that it just resonated, and there wasn't any really, you know, there was yeah. no bad sets for that reason. Yeah, I feel like too. I, like, I turned over material better because 
I, when I came back, I could, I just like had so much shit I had written and so much, like I was writing fucking pages of shit for like whenever this was over. So I had so much I wanted to talk about. I didn't want to do any of my old material. And um, I really feel like if the pandemic never happened, I think I would have been doing kind of like, right now I'd be doing kind of like a lot of the same jokes still, you know? I don't know if I would have had that like experience. I feel like we write what we live a lot. So yeah. I, I had got, and I, I got asked to film um, a virtual special in April of last year. It's like okay. two weeks into every, three weeks into it. Yeah. You know, so it forced me to write. And had I not been forced, I probably wasn't going to start writing. Yeah. I just wasn't in the headspace. And then once I did and the jokes, land, I mean, here's the thing. It was, a, it, we recorded it and live streamed it in front of no audience. Oh, yeah. So I based, it was like telling jokes in your living room. Yeah. No Zoom audience or anything? Nope. It was really early on. We recorded it and then people bought it. It wasn't even live streamed. It, wow, Jesus. Don't you? It was a, it was why, a why not get a Zoom audience? Because that would have made it a little more fun. I don't know what, you know, it was some uh, somebody, I got asked to do it. And it, I was just like, I have to say yes to, you know, it was so yeah. funny because in 2020, I was like, I think I'm going to start saying no to a few things. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to start being a little, I'm, I'm, I'm growing. I'm, I'm going to start being a little more particular. And then I was like, do you have a garage with six chairs in it? Cause I can yeah. do a show. I'll do anything. I can do anything you need. I'll do it on a rock. I'll do it. Wherever right. you want. Yeah. But you know, you have no, uh, microphone? no problem. No. Right. Um, so, you know, so I think that helped me. And then, yeah. And then you saw, like, I, there's only so much you can do or talk about things still, but I still yeah. use the material from then because yeah, we're all, it. it's like PTSD. We're all still. Yeah. It also made me realize how important it is to like go out and do shit, like not comedy related. Cause I mean, there's no, I, I mean, I have like topical jokes about the news and COVID, but in terms mm -hmm. of like solid material, it's all from shit that just happens in my life. 100%. So being inside, like I have like bits about us, like me and my girlfriend, that's what that's what it was like there was a point where i looked at my act i'm like this is like i have like 40 minutes about my girlfriend what the fuck right. am i doing do i have no and then i realized i'm like oh it's because i've just been with her right like every single moment of the day you know and it's i forgot whose book was it i think it was judd apatow and i think it was chris rock don't quote me on it but who was like you have to live life the only way you can write about it is to live it Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. and I, I remember thinking that, cause I like you, I would say no to so many things. No, I should sit home and write. No, I should do every show I get asked to do. No, I you know, like I miss family parties. I miss yeah. because you get so stuck in that zone that if you don't stay there, you're never going to make it. Right. That you start to say, okay, well, I'm only telling the jokes that I've been telling the last three months. Cause I haven't done anything in the last three months. Or you just start, like you start sitting down and writing, which you should do, but like, you're not, you're just, you're just trying to come up with shit. Right. Like, like not like about right. what, like wallets, you know, right. like, who the fuck, the funny stuff is like, oh, I went to a family party and um, right. Joey did this. Or even just talking, like sometimes I'll talk to someone and I'll be like, that's funny, wait. And then I, yeah. you know. Yes. Then, and then you, and then you bring it and sit down and write it out. And that's where right. it's kind of like, right. yeah, yeah. I'm starting to realize too, like the way I write is like, uh, I'm definitely not like a sit down notebook person. Like I will do it. But a lot of times it's me like kind of watching my set, listening and kind of taking in what worked, what didn't work. And then like in my mind just being like, and I'll write down like little like notes, like say this instead. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I'll do. But actually like writing down sitting, it's like, it just, I feel bad because I'm like, I'm supposed to do it, but then it also doesn't feel right for me. So it's just fun. Everybody has their own method. I'll get an idea and I'll write like a few notes on my phone. Yeah. And then like, I'll talk it out. And sometimes I research it because I do a lot of comparative jokes and, um, I, but I can write it on a, I can write it like in, on a laptop. I don't really pen to paper it. And then, uh, I have no pensmanship. If you see my, my fucking handwriting, it looks oh, like yeah. No. It horrific. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like I, I was getting killed while I was writing this. Well, you're of the generation who type, who you guys had laptops in school or no? No, no laptops in school. No. It was all no. handwritten. Yeah. No. I just can't do it. But um, congrats though. That's, that's great, man. Like about you and your uh, fiance. It's so funny. Cause before I was in a relationship, anytime someone would get married or whatever, I'd be like, fucking up their life. Right. <laughs> right. I know. 
And now that I'm in a pretty serious one, I'm like, oh my God, like that's so much work and that's so much behind that. There's a history right. there. <laughs> you know, too, it does, if once you're, once you feel like you have two feet on the ground in comedy, if you ever feel like you have two feet on the ground in comedy, yeah. it does provide, not that I'm getting married for material, but it has provided so much of that. Oh, Just yeah. like we said about living life, you know, like it adds to the experience. You become more relatable to a different level of audience. You know, I used to talk yeah. about being single and my commitment issues. Now I talk about getting married and my commitment issues. You know, it's just- Yeah, yeah. And most people in, co- like most people in comedy clubs are uh, people in relationships. Mm-hmm. So if you have, you know, jokes about you and your uh, boyfriend or you and your husband, like uh, that's the shit that's gonna be the most relatable, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, I realized too, like the younger crowds are, and that's when the single and uh, commitment issues and shit do way better because they're all fucking each other, you know, they don't know. Mm-hmm. But where did you, um, so where did you grow up? I'm a Bronx born. New Yorker, huh? Bronx born girl. So you went to school in the high school in the city? I went to high school in the Bronx. You I actually, I went to one of the best high schools like in the state. Oh, no way. And I hated it um I went to Bronx High School of Science okay uh it was like Stuyvesant Brooklyn Tech and Bronx Science were like the three top schools back then that were like the specialized tests and there's a Stuyvesant in the Lower East Side right that's like that's where that's Stuyvesant okay and then you have one in the Bronx also no you have Bronx Science okay and then you have Brooklyn Tech I see I see okay okay I see see. so they were three separate schools you had to take a specialized exam to get into them mm-hmm. um and then you know you had a I guess rank I got into Bronx Science and, and Brooklyn Tech I didn't make it into Stuyvesant I think I was a few points off right now um, was the test a big deal for you to get in or was this oh no, it was huge it was I thought it was like the best thing I thought like I was you know becoming a corporate lawyer I don't know what I thought was happening in my life I was like this is it I've made it I've yeah. eighth grade I've made it you know yeah. I'm a success story and then I got there and I was like, I, I absolutely hate it. Okay. Wait, first off, it's like, I just find that so amazing that you gave so much of a shit about your test and like your life and your education and eighth grade In eighth grade, dude, I'm telling you that I wasn't, I didn't care about any of that stuff. I was just like trying to get by, trying to not get beat up and like playing, playing fucking Mario party. No, I was a pretty competitive uh, elementary middle schooler wow like I ranked highest in every single on every single in every single grade right. every single you, year it was second place like not okay for you like that wasn't like- an option <laughs> until I got to high school and I was the problem is I went to a public you know a regular public Bronx City school from K through five and yeah. then my mom sent me to a middle school that was a little more private she didn't want to send me to the public so she sent me to a, a Catholic school uh. which was hardly any kids in it so I had kind of been used to being like the big fish in the little ponds yeah 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 and then I went to Bronx High School of Science where I wasn't even ranked you know in the thousands like for being smart like you know like that's how many so you went into the what's the opposite of big fish small pond like little fish big pond little fish big pond so you became a little fish damn and I was just like I'm not smart enough yeah all these Asians uh, was it all Asians? It was all. It was a majority oh. of it. Yeah. So, what so it was like half your people. Right. And then, right. But uh, no, it was. It was just I was lost, and right. I I wasn't used to it. As too hard. Like too hard. Yeah. Like the everything was just too hard. I just don't think I liked high school. It just wasn't a good time for me. I don't know if I would reach hormonal levels. If it was sure. personal things going on at home that weren't good. Yeah. Um, and then to be somewhere where I had no friends. Uh-huh. Even though I'm an, you know, I, I can be friendly. It just was too foreign for me. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't just the educational part that. No, was, no. I probably, more. if I would have put my, if I would have focused, that would have been fine. Right. So what was, what was distracting you? Like, uh... I think I just, I mean, I got a boyfriend in 10th grade. I think like just, you know, it, you know, my a bad home, like, you know, things not good at home or yeah. I just think yeah. I was like, uh, I didn't have real friends there. I, I just felt lost. It was just so big. It was just something I wasn't used to. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it was, a, it was a, I, I left junior year. Oh, really? 
And mm -hmm. where'd you go junior year? Oh, I went to a small Catholic high school mm -hmm. where I basically signed like doctor's notes and like left early every day <laughs> <laughs> because I had all the credits. Like the one thing I had, I mean, I passed in high school. I had all the regents exams done. I had all that done by the time I went to the small Catholic high girls high school where they, I, I could have graduated with all those credits I had from right. my former high school. So I just checked out at that point. So can you give me like an example of a time where you're just like, you go to school and you're leaving like, I fucking can't stand this shit. Like, do you have any like days like that? that you, that you All of them? I don't know. I one, really, I, I, I re really, really didn't like high school, which is amazing because I graduated college after that. I got a master's degree after that, went to continued education after like I, I kept going back to school yeah. just because I liked school after high school. Right. I so, hated high school. Well, I, I'm trying to, I definitely believe you. Um, well, I'm trying to get to, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, was it, did you have any bullies? Was there like girl, like, was there like girliness, like mean girls type of shit happening? In, in the Catholic high school, it was horrible. It was all girls. Right, of course. You know, who liked whose boyfriend, who, I, I was also, my temperament was terrible. Yeah. You know, I think if you got into a fight there, you got kicked out. I think I threw a book across the hallway. Like, I was just oh not, I, I just was, I remember thinking, I don't belong here either. Right. But I just wanted to get the diploma so I can get out and figure out the rest of it. My right. whole time in high school was like, I just have to get that piece of paper because I, but I was miserable. Mm. Any, um, so any like social, any, um, not, not, uh, by the time I got, to, I had a few friends, like, yeah, a few close friends in the, girls catholic school yeah. enough to like get by the mornings but by the afternoons i was leaving right so you didn't did you any any extracurriculars no no i was into acting so i did you know oh, cool. i did always did my own things after school or yeah. but on my own nothing within like the school community right 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 damn man so yeah. would, you have, would you have preferred to go to like a the uh, the the would you prefer to stay big fish small pond I think the a high school I was initially supposed to go to um, would have been better for me. But, yeah. you know, I thought, you know, I thought my career was on the line in eighth grade. So I right. went to where I thought the best thing was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, you know, my parents had no say with me. I was headstrong at that age already, you know, making my own decisions. You know, I was. I love it. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, I feel like I was such a baby. I was just doing whatever. As you should have been. You think like so? Like I always said, if I ever have kids, I which at this point, I mean, my ovary's going to fall out on stage. <laughs> I uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's in the cards. But I would never. I would be so careful around that time for them because I yeah. would just want them to have the experience I didn't. When people talk about high school being their best years, even though I had a great college, great time in college, I still get not like not bitter towards them like I'm great for them but I still get like wow so it's yeah dramatic for me so did you did you just like was there an absence of like partying and like like because college high school itself no no one likes high school it's the, okay. shit, the friends you make and the parties you go to and like that's the stuff I like I had a great time in high school but when I look back at it studying and being in school sucked but it's just like, I, you know, I'm still friends with all my high school friends. Like uh, we're all very close. Um, I have like junior year. That's when we like really started drinking and going out that like partying. That was like the craziest time of my life. I, I started like, you know, I, got, I had a girlfriend and like, you know, started getting laid and like experimenting mm -hmm. with drugs and shit. Like that was uh, for me a lot of fun. Like it was, there, did you have an absence of that? And it was just kind of like, I didn't have that with people I went to high school with, but I had at that age, I was going out. I had, yeah. I think the boyfriend was probably, I was too young for oh, at really? that time. It was distracting. Uh, I drank, Yeah. you know, hung out in parks. So I think this is kind of like a, I went to a suburb. Um, I grew up in mm -hmm. New Jersey. I feel like, cause I've had people on the podcast. We talk about their high schools in New York city and it's almost like they have like a whole their own their own life outside of school. Mm -hmm. Like for me growing up, it's like my there was no life outside of school. Like the people I went to school with were the only people I knew. Like they were all in my neighborhood. You know, like they literally like um 
pick a area where you live in New Jersey and they group those mm-hmm. together into and they put them in the one high school. I feel like in New York, it's like you have people that don't go to your high school all over the place next to you, you know? Uh, absolutely. Everybody was in different schools. And I was really isolated because nobody I knew. I didn't, I walked into a 4,000 student building not knowing one other person. Not one other person from my middle school got in. Jesus. So. Yeah. Did you feel shitty about that? Yeah. I don't you know what it is. I mean, the school was so, I guess, prestigious back then. People got bussed in. Like kids took two trains to get there. I was not appreciative of the position. I was just like, I got there and I was like, I hate this. Right. Whereas I know so many people fought to get in and myself included. I wanted to get in. Yeah. You know, I, I feel was, like. I remember one time, this is such a sad story. I don't think I've told this on the podcast, um, but I just like, I was all, I was, I didn't care about education at all. I just wanted to like uh, have a good time party. And I remember one time I went to this uh, summer camp and I had, I had this best friend and every year for this, we would go to this yearly summer camp and every year we'd be uh, in the same like group partner group, whatever, like they would take like all the hundred kids and make like eight groups, you know, and then mm-hmm. you know, like you have your scout uh, camp leader or whatever. And you would do all the activities with that one group. And every year I was with this one kid, my best friend, cause they knew we were best friends, but we were fucking troublemakers, you know, like we'd be together, like just like breaking shit, stealing shit. Like uh, we were just dumb. We would pee on things. Like we were just like, this is like when I was right. like 10, 11, 12, you know, maybe even younger. And one year they were like, they were just like, we can't have these two together. Like they're causing too much fucking trouble. And they like grouped us into different groups for like the first time. And I've been going to this camp for like 10 years. And I remember just, I was just like crying and so upset. And like, like, and the sad part is like, he didn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, we'll just have a good time. Whatever, man. I'm crying. I'm telling my mom, I didn't want to go. And I just can't imagine like, you didn't have any, you didn't feel like you wanted anyone else in the school to get in with you. Like, was there, I had like a few friends, but I think everyone was lost. I think yeah. that school was the most drugs I'd ever seen anywhere in my life. Interesting. Um, kids on suicide watch, kids with like parents that would make you just want to like hang yourself. Like it was just, it was such a competitive school yeah. um, that I think the majority of the kids I didn't relate to. I was like this Bronx born Italian. Yeah. Who was like loud and warm and silly and into, you know, drama. And then there was just these like, I mean, I was smart, but I was smart. You know, I I studied, but I just, I just naturally got it. I understood it. So that was enough for me. But Mm -hmm. these kids, it was like their life depended on those grades. Right. And they just had nothing in common. And the kids who got there that, that weren't concerned about school were just way too into drugs. I didn't relate to the grunge, uh, yeah. you know, that was the time of like the hacky sack or like, there was no sports team. There was like a hacky sack team. Like we were the nerdy, we were like the, I was, I, there was no basketball. Like there was just nothing that was like fun or yeah, athletic. Yeah. Like it was just, you know. Right. If you were to describe how that's a, that's actually a good question. Now I have a good question for you. If you were to describe your, your, your uh, style in high school, what would it be? I was like a little hip hop head. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. So like Boo Boo, Sean John, Echo. Yes, like- absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did it backwards, really? Definitely. I was a little hip hop head. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I had that phase too. I'd go to Macy's and I'd get like these uh, triple XL Echo shirts just, just down to my knees. Yeah, my and- jeans were baggy. I don't yeah. know. I was. Air Force Ones with the mid strap hanging yeah. out. <laughs> right. I look like someone's younger brother. I didn't develop till junior year. Like I just. Yeah. I can't like I, when I go home, sometimes uh, those shirts are still around. I try them on and they're still like gigantic. You, John, you, I know. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was I, I have a picture. I should put it up um, of me. I have this echo shirt up with it. It just has graffiti all over it. And like the sleeves are literally like, like down here, like this big. And I have like spiky hair. I'm like, I'm like, I, look, I still I look love Timbaland boots. What? I still love them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I still have a pair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's um. Damn, that sounds kind of. I feel bad. They were dark years. They were yeah. probably my darkest. 
I hope this podcast wasn't about how great high school was. No, 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 no. it's really whatever. I've I've had people cry on this thing, man. Like yeah. talking about how bad it was. But I'm really okay. So so you had a boyfriend, which is kind of a nice thing. There was no whole sports. What about prom? Was there a prom or, or I brought the boyfriend to prom? Yeah. Yeah, he was a drunk jerk. Oh really? Did he, did he uh throw up and shit in the? No, I think he like got out of the limo and said he was leaving me. I don't know. It what? was. I, I swear, I remember there being drama and a fight. So there was a limo. Crying. We had a limo. Yeah, we had a limo. Did you, with other people? Mm-hmm. We okay. were in the city. So you had I a pre-prom, uh, you took pictures. People and- came to my house. Everybody took pictures with us. I had a white dress. That sounds uh, fun. That I know fun. I would never wear another white dress again. Um, <laughs> 2022. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think... I was probably already over him or starting to get over him at that point. Like the relationship had been three years at that point. Okay. And I was probably, you know, I was on my way out. Right. Right. So you just don't, just in the motions kind of. Yeah. That was it. I feel you. Damn. Okay. So, well, if high school was shitty, then what, um, what made college uh, better? I got to create my own schedule. I got, you know, I was driving at that point. I picked a beautiful campus. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, where Bronx science was, was not great. The area wasn't great. Sure. Sure. Uh, and I started taking subjects that I liked. I still, I failed science in college after going to Bronx high school of science. Science was the only subject I couldn't pass. It's another language. It's, I just don't get it. I, I, barely passed every year like My the biology was, regions the, the you know whatever chemistry. the chemistry and you yeah. had to take regions and bronx science you couldn't yeah. not take them a 65 every time like i think yeah. they may have just pretended i passed because yeah. i just my brain does not I, I in college i hardly studied again the yeah. only subject i would study for was science and you had to take i think one and i failed it well it's because science is like you're making shit up pretty much, you know? It's all like theory and shit. Like math makes sense. You have two of one thing, three of another thing, you put them together, you have five of a thing. But science, it's like, this stands for this. And like, there's no like proof to me, you know? It just doesn't, I don't even know if it's, to me, if if I get bored of something, I fall asleep. Like I can't focus, I'll get anxiety, like having to listen to anything I don't like. I just don't have the temperament for it. And science never clicked for me. So because it wasn't easy, or or something I could understand. Mm-hmm. I just just flunked. Oh God, I failed so bad. Like college, when I tell you, I would study for hours, hours, and not. And I, I had to take the whole class, the whole right. class again. The whole right. semester was a wash. My my girlfriend's a scientist, and she's like, you know, she's. Oh like, my God. I know she's she's doing all these math equations, bro. I'm looking at them. I'm telling you, it's all letters. It's all there's no yeah. number. It's letters and and, and Wait, Greek She's alphabet. a scientist. Yeah. That's so, amazing. So I asked her to like explain it to me. And she's literally like, I, I swear to God, she goes, I'm like, what does this stand for? This like whatever gamma signal. She goes, mm-hmm. oh, we're just going to call it uh, the X, Y, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you, I'm like, what do you mean you're just going to call it that? Like, why? Yeah. She goes, that's just what we call it. I'm like, but that doesn't make sense. And she goes, yeah, it does. I'm like, it doesn't. You're just basically making shit up. You're like, this is, we're going to say this is that. And then I was like, well, couldn't it be whatever Delta too? She goes, I mean, it could, but we just say gamma. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? I, ju- I understand. Yeah. I just, I never, I mean, I could have used her help in high school, but yeah, I, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get it. No, it's, it's brutal. I mean, that whole periodic table, it's just like a, a, a it's just all bullshit. It doesn't make, like, I, like, that's why I liked history. Cause history, just like this happened. Fact. It's all factual. Math is all factual. When you're kind of like, it just feels like science is like, I don't know. It just doesn't, there's no evidence. I mean, no. I guess it's all true, but it's just like, I'm just like, even with like COVID. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the vaccine, uh, Delta, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, if you take it, Pfizer, uh, magnesium, I'm just like, dude, whatever you say, man, oh, no. like, I, I trust I, you. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So, you get these people like getting mad, like, oh, that fucking 90%, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how do you know what you're talking about? Like, I don't even my even the only thing I know is the doctor thought that I had more resistance because of my blood type, and that's that's where that's where my knowledge 
But that and makes sense. See, just saying that makes sense. But when right. you start I don't need to know why. If you start explaining to me why O negative does, right. you've lost me. Just right. give me the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the setup, Doc. I don't need the setup because it right. doesn't make sense to me. Um so when did the when did you and the boyfriend break up? The one from high school? Uh, I think my first year in college. That's usually when it happens. Yeah. My girlfriend, yeah. I, I had a girlfriend too. We broke up the summer of it's like I tweeted this the other day. I'm like, yo, I'm just, because it was high, you know, people are graduating now. I'm like, mm -hmm. if you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend that's going to a different college than you, let me just, just, just give you a tip. Fucking right. break up with them now and enjoy your summer, dude. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, not over. Lasting. it's not it's lasting. over. You go to that orientation, you start seeing different tits than your neighborhood. Right. Like it, yeah. it is over. You go to a mixer, no. you get drunk, you know, that's it. you don't want to go home and call your fucking boyfriend. I give it to people that can make it. That means that's like, going through COVID with someone. That's what yeah, I don't know. I think young, they say your brain's not even formed at, at till you're in your twenties. I don't, I don't know that young love is, listen, there are people that have made it right. They're high school sweethearts. There is such a thing. Yeah. If the people Just that have literally from high school never broken up or maybe had like mm -hmm. on and off, but like really have never been with anyone else and they make it to like, they die. I think it's the most beautiful thing. Um, Cause it just shows like, like you've never been with someone else. Like it's so pure, you know? Mm -hmm. I always say this, like, it's like either you sleep with, it's beautiful if you, it, it's, it's cool to me if you sleep with one person for your whole life or a hundred, there's no in between, you know? Right. Okay. Then if it's two, it's like, it's like- Shit, I'm at 67, all right. You're at 67, that's a pretty good number. You gotta get two more to- I don't know, I haven't counted. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I'm sorry uh, high school wasn't great for you, but- Yeah, well. It's over. That's the best part of it, right? And yeah. then they say, I guess. I don't know. I tell people. Unfortunately, now you brought up all those feelings. So, thanks. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, here's a, here's, here's, a, here's a question for you that I ask everyone. If you can go back and change anything, is there anything you would change in high school? My high school. Just my, the high school. Or myself. I would just be have been more focused. I think I. I think I took, I think I, I figured I, I think I just got by yeah. because I was naturally smart. I didn't realize I had to be competitive or I wish I would have, I wish I would have been a better student. You hear that? Yeah, what is that? A cat. It's about to throw up. Ellie. Oh, it's your cat. That's good. I mean, you have a cat too? No. She's throw up. She does this uh, hairball whole thing. Yeah, she does this voodoo ritual sound when she's a. Uh, yeah, she's going up right now. What did you eat? She's, been she's just. All day. She's upset about my high school experience. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! It's a big one. Oh, she's going again. So what is it when the cats throw up? Is it? Do you want to? Hairball? No, I don't want to say it. I want to say. <laughs> Ellie. I did make the throw up sound. Okay. Okay, I think she's okay now. Ellie, don't 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 lick it, Ellie. Come on. You can go clean it. I wait. No, it'll be fine. She's fine. Now she's staring at it, wondering if it's a bug. All right. So <laughs> you would well, um that was uh Yeah, a little distracting. She's fine. She does this every day. Okay. Okay, she's gonna yeah, she's fine now. Um so you would you would change high schools. What kind of high school? I I would probably just go to the school I was really supposed to go to. Yeah. Small school. Mm -hmm. You think you think it would have been better because you would have been like just the smartest person there and. And it just been easier. And yeah. not that you yeah. want, I just, it, it, I would have related more to the people. Yeah. What, wait, um, so the, I know the high school you went to was in the Bronx. What was the, where was the original high school? In Westchester. Oh, okay. So that's kind of where you grew up. I grew up in the Bronx. Oh, okay. So how would you have gone to Westchester? My, uh, I found the school there that I liked as well. And that was my, I, I, my mother was willing to send me there. Yeah. Pay money. Uh huh. And then Bronx Science was a free ride. Uh, I see. I see. I see. Right. Okay. Well, cool. Well, it's over. That's the, that's the good part. That's like, the best part. Yeah. You're kicking ass now. I mean, like you're, you're doing great in comedy and uh, got a fiance. It's finally working out. Right. 18 oh. years later, it happened for me. I, one more. Do you, can, do you still keep in contact with anyone? 
from high school? Yeah. Nobody that I wasn't originally friends with before. I don't have a friend from high school. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, let me. What I the, have. Here's the thing. The, I have people that I've known from high school that have come to see me perform or okay. that we I have like two or three of them on Facebook, but okay. nobody that like I'm on a daily basis with that I speak to. Right, right, right. But like, I have oh, had people mm-hmm. and I'm like, how do you remember me? Because I don't remember anything from from that time. That's super cool. I always find that. What's your take on this? Like, why do you think people like like it's always the same thing with me. Like people I wasn't that close with close with in high school. They want to come out and see me. Like those just hit me up randomly. I'm like, dude, we talked like four or five times. I think we had one class together. Like, why do you want to come so bad to see me? Like, what do you, what do you think that is? I thought of that too. I think, I think what we do and it just isn't a, a typical thing. Yeah. And I think that there are some people who are comedy fans or people that just say, I knew that person. I would, or knew of that person, I'd love to see them in this other light where I'm never going to see any other anybody else I really know personally. Right. Do you think they're trying to hop on some bandwagon maybe? Like they're like, oh. No, I, think, yeah. I don't think I've had anybody ever like, you know, try and pretend we're besties after seeing me right. know, talk about my vagina on stage. But <laughs> I definitely, I definitely think that we take for granted how like, brave we are or how different it is that we're able to do what we do for a living yeah 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 it's pretty yeah it's so normal to us just getting on stage that's just that act of getting in front of people it's like you would you ask anyone else to do it they're just like what fuck you man you couldn't pay me a million dollars a hundred percent i always say like if i'm having a bad day at least i can go to work and feel better whereas most people if they're having a bad day hate being at work yeah and I, I'm, I'm starting to have this more where like, I'll have like a big gig and I'll be like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What material, blah, blah, blah. And I have to stop myself and be like, what the fuck are you bitching about, dude? You have like the fucking mm-hmm. best life. You talk about your dick on stage, you know? And like, you make mm-hmm. fun of your fucking girlfriend. Like, mm-hmm. like, this is great. This is so much fun. Like the other day I was at the strip and Rappaport was there. I'm like, Rappaport, he's going to see me. Oh my God, God. I'm just like, this is... This is all I've ever wanted. What the fuck are you so uptight about? Mm-hmm. You, know? you forget that like you, you want other people to have fun watching you. You have to have fun yourself. Yeah. I, write- I stressed those, those, those shows last week, you know, cause I knew I had people in the audience. Really? Really? I stressed those shows and I want, you know, I did, you know, close to an hour, you know, mm-hmm. so I was definitely. Yeah. Know, and then I just remind myself, I have to have fun up there. Yeah, that's it. If you're not having fun up there. Nobody is. Right. It's the, it's, everything's contagious on stage. If you're having fun, kicking ass, people are going to have fun with you. If you're up there fucking miserable, then the crowd's going to just sense it, man. Right. On Wednesday night, I stopped because I was laughing. You know, there was. That's the best. You get those best. moments where you're like. Those. Those really are the best sets where you like you have a moment where you're actually cracking up on stage right. in the crowd and it hurts a little bit and you're just like like this is fucking mm-hmm. like it is a moment of like this is what it's about you know but a hundred percent I felt that every minute of Wednesday from that yeah. first and then Thursday I was like I probably should pick <laughs> a different career <laughs> I'm probably God I'm in the wrong that isn't that what comedy like. I remember I did a sold out show at Gotham. It was like 300 people. It was just amazing, an amazing night. And then the next night I was in like a bar yeah. like, telling jokes. And I'm like, never think you're yeah. too big for anything in this industry. No, it's just, it's, and it's like, it's just about having fun. And mm-hmm. I always have these things where I'm like, which is the real, like, who's the real James, you know, sold out great crowd or like tough crowd, like wh- or how good are my jokes? I have that internal debate mm-hmm. and that just not, that's not the conversation to have. You just got to be like, fuck it, you know, just have fun. Yeah. But, uh, Tara. James. It was so much, it was so much fun uh, catching up with you. It had been too long. Yes. Yeah. It's way too long. We have to start working together more as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, um, um, I, I don't know what the fuck the comic strip's doing with late night or I don't know what the fuck, but I hopefully, I mean, we're kind of in the same, I mean, we're in the same scene and like, mm-hmm. I think we're similar in that, like we do work clubs outside the city, like pretty much immediately surrounding it. Um, mm-hmm. not a lot of people, um, that we start out with 
do that. So I'm sure we'll run into you again. I know you work with Voss a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's funny. I'll be with him this weekend. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. He's the, and he's the nicest. He's the nicest guy, but in a huge ball buster, which I fucking love. I love someone that can bust your balls, but also is like gonna help you out, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. He always tells me that my fiance is too good looking for me. <laughs> you know, he doesn't. He got me Uncle Vinny. So it's like, you know? Yeah. Perfect combo. Yeah. All right. So do you want to plug all your stuff, what you're doing, what you got coming out? Uh, you can follow me at Tara Jokes. Um, I'll be uh, luckily going back on the road and and doing some more local gigs to uh, New York, New Jersey. So yeah, just just follow me. All we need is is some support. Yes, Tara Jokes. It's free, guys. Just follow. It's free. That's all we. It's money to us if you just follow us. Give us a like. Help the algorithm, and then fucking uh, come out to a show if you can. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye.